The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We'll talk right now with our guy James Young for Sports Grid Basketball. He makes his debut on the show. He joins us on the Roman Guest Line. James, thanks so much for joining us. How you been, man? I'm good, Ryan. I'm good, Trista. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. What's uh, what are you on tonight? By the way, we're we're talking about the Scott Foster effect. Do you think that it has any validity? I mean, you would think so until you saw that Seth Curry got three fouls in the first four minutes, and KD's got two fouls in the first five minutes. So right now, it looks like you know I was concerned about the Nets um, in the fact that I th- I thought they needed to play with the lead. I actually have uh, Boston on the money line. But the way the Nets are looking, um, it looks kind of rough. Now, what they did a little bit differently is they, they started the game with Kevin Durant on the left side of the floor, which was interesting because he's usually on the right side like he is right now. So we'll see if they adjust. But Kyrie's got to get going, and he does not look good so far. So, Coach, I've been uh, betting the Kevin Durant props, which haven't worked out for me here uh, in the playoffs, obviously. What have you seen defensively? You know, we've obviously we've noticed Jason Tatum, and he's a lockdown defender guarding Durant at times. We've seen Al Horford. They're throwing multiple bodies. But what have you noticed from Kevin Durant where he's just not looking like Kevin Durant right now? What's Boston doing defensively to him? Well, you know, Ryan, they're loading up on him. So, you know, they're trying to stick him a lot of times at the right elbow. But by the time he turns and goes to shoot, they got two guys on him. So they're basically putting the ball out of his hands and making him make tough shots. Uh, the other thing I think the problem with the Nets is, is honestly, there's no ball movement. Everything is isolation. So it's not like they get into some free-flowing offense and getting them the ball. They're just getting them the ball at the right elbow and say, okay, Katie, go get us a shot. So you think – you know, that is something that, that needs to be changed. But the problem with the Nets is, you know, what I would do, I think it's crazy, is I would go pick and roll with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Right. And, 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 and see what I get. Do I get a switch with Kyrie on a big? Do I get Kevin Durant when he's got a shorter guy on him where he can turn and shoot? Because the length of Jason Tatum is obviously giving him fits. I'm curious about that, too, because – what we're seeing, like you said, is a lot of isolation ball, and they're not really scheming to get Kevin Durant open. Do you think if it was a different head coach, say if you swapped Ime Udoka with Steve Nash, so Steve Nash is coaching the Nets and and uh, Ime Udoka is, co- is coaching, so, excuse me, Steve Nash is coaching the Celtics, Ime is coaching the Nets. How do you see the series playing out differently, or do you? I don't know if I see a difference because if you think about it, I think the, the, the Nets made their mistake in 1920 when they got rid of uh, Kenny Atkinson. Because I thought he was a good yeah. coach. I thought yeah. he did well. And, and, and not just that, you know, just the, they had Levert. They had Dimwitty. They had Torian D- Prince. D-Lo. They had Jared in it. They had, they had their nucleus with Kyrie and KD. 
but they wanted to be able to run the show and not being told what to do. So they ran Kenny Atkins out of town. So I don't really blame this a lot on Nash. I blame it on the two superstars and the guy that's going to take the biggest seat, to be honest, and no one's talking about, it has to be Sean Marks. Yeah. Because you're not getting anything out of Simmons. You know, Harden wanted out. I mean, who would have thought that James Harden was the smartest guy in the room? Because he figured it out for everybody. I need to get away from these jokers. Yeah. Co- Coach, so I've been really high on the uh, on the Celtics for like the last three months. And I really like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And then Marcus Smart is the true point guard now. I mean, it's just this is a completely different team than they were three, four years ago. They're all grown up now. And if you look in the East, I really like them in a matchup against the Bucks if Chris Middleton's not fully healthy. You know, Miami looks really good right now, but they're going against an Atlanta team that plays no defense. And Jimmy Butler is playing at a crazy level right now. But I still like the Celtics. And I think they match up good with everybody in the East. The only team that would scare me will be a healthy Bucks team. Who do you like coming out of the Eastern Conference? I, I do like Miami because I'm a big believer okay. in their culture and what they have built. I do agree with you. Milwaukee is in trouble without Chris Middleton. I mean, no offense, he had a great game, but, you know, Grayson Allen doesn't really move right. the needle for me much, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not convinced that this guy is going to come up in a big spot in the next series. So, here's the thing, you know, Ryan, the way that Eme has transformed that team defensively first, they're the best defensive team in the league by the metrics. But the other thing you have to look at is there's a pecking order now. To me, I always felt like it was a Browns team or it's Tatum team. Yeah. To me, I feel like, Tatum is the guy because Brown didn't want to get traded. So Brown's like, okay, I can be Robin. You be Batman. And that was smart. And I think, honestly, he's playing well. The trade for Derek White yeah. was a very, very sneaky good trade to the deadline and getting Daniel Thice back as a big body who knows that system and likes to play with those guys in Boston. You know what I think uh, the Suns did not foresee? is a rock fight with a badger in a box with a bunch of long, athletic guys, two guys that were defensive players of the year in their conference in Jose Alvarado and in Herb Jones. Talk a little bit, Coach, if you can, just about like what New Orleans has done, not only to disrupt what was happening with with Phoenix, but whether you think that they could actually win this series, especially with Booker being out. You know, what they've done is, is Willie Green's done a jo- great job. You've got to remember, this team was terrible. What were they, like 3-16 and 16 to start yeah. the season? Yeah, 1-12, so yeah. Right, so the fact that they've got it, just that even the fact that they're in a playoff is amazing. But I just think the maturation of Brandon Ingram with C.J. McCollum, I think, kind of leading him and, and kind of showing him the way has made him fantastic. Valanciunas is a rebounding machine. Alvarado's been great. Herbert Jones gets the minutes. You know, I like Trey Murphy the third. He didn't really do well, but he could be someone that could be scary down the stretch of the series because of the way he shoots the ball. But the way I see it is this. The way the NBA works is this. And you know this pretty well, guys. When you complain about officiating, what happens the next game? You get all the calls. Yeah, exactly. So you know what's going to happen. It's going to be Chris Paul. They're going to try to pick him up full court. They're going to bang him with a couple of fouls. He's going to get to the foul line. I do think the Suns winning covering game five. Look for DeAndre Ayton to go over his points prop. I was big on him last year. I think Phoenix Suns are at their best when they go through the big fella. So let's look at DeAndre Ayton to go off and do his thing. But just, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes seven because New Orleans is just so young and dumb that they don't even know what they're doing. Exactly. They'll mess around and they'll win game six and all of a sudden be in a game seven with the Phoenix Suns. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can you expand on that point that you made about Brandon Ingram being led by C.J. McCollum? And if you have any other examples about how a star needs another capable player and a veteran to help them become a superstar? Well, I think it's just it's just knowing the rope and, and, and knowing how to be an NBA player and having to carry the team on your shoulders. But also the fact that T.J. McCollum is being more of a ball distributor in New Orleans than opposed to when he was in Portland with Dame time because Dame was the point guard. So having the ball in his hands makes it easier and better. you got to look at – I look at Brandon Ingram, and I'll be honest with you guys, I, I see a – not as great of a shooter – but a young Kevin Durant, yeah. long, athletic. Yep. And the one thing I like about B.I. he's doing, guys, is he's just not settling for jumpers. He's going to the basket. He's hitting his mid-range. And he's so long and athletic, he is really coming. And you have to think about, is this another team that could be a future team if they get Zion to buy in, which we all think he's not because he's not even around the team as much. What do you think about this Jazz Mavericks series? You know, this is going to sound crazy. Luke is my favorite, one of my top five players in the league right now, but I almost felt like him coming back kind of hurt the Mavs in that last game because, like, Jalen Brunson needs the ball in his hands right now, and he looks really good. Uh, Your thoughts on this one tonight where the Jazz are three-and-a-half-point underdogs and the total is 212-and-a-half? I do like the Mavericks tonight. I will say this. Sometimes when you have a superstar player not playing, the ball just kind of flows a little bit better. Yep. It moves. It doesn't stick. So I think there was a adjustment period because I thought Jalen Brunson did not have the ball in his hands a lot, and he was kind of standing around, which is not the way that they were playing earlier in this series. But I do like them to come back tonight. I think they win and they cover. Um, guys I would like, I would like um, Donovan Mitchell to go over his three-point prop. Hasn't shot the ball well in the series, but he's getting the attempt, guys, and he made three and a half threes per game during the season. It's at two and a half. So that's a good number to look at. And also, the guy that actually played really well out of all the guys, and I've trashed him so Rudy Gobert, huh? No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> the other one, Dwight Powell. Yeah, yeah. His point and rebound prop is really I, low. I'm on it. 12 and a half. And he has gone over it for the last five games with Luka against the Mets. He's more of a lob threat with Luca, so he can catch some points there. And you know how bigs are. The more you give them the ball, the more they're going to want to rebound. Coach, what killed me in a parlay was I took the Rudy Gobert under 29.5 PRA. And he finally and, went over. And inexplicably, Donovan Mitchell passed him the ball. <laughs> First time all season. First time all season. In the biggest in the, moment. In the biggest <laughs> moment. Somehow they started to like – operate the offense and utilize him and, like, run the offense through him. Do you think that was a one-time thing? Like, if the series extends, do you think I can go back to the well and, and take the under 29-and-a-half on his PRA? Or or was that maybe a tell of what could come? No, I think you could, Tristan, because I, th- I think the thing you have to look at with Big Rudy, to be quite honest with you, is, is the fact that he's not playing as many minutes. You're almost splitting the minutes sometimes with Hassan Whiteside. And here's where you benefit from him, Kleber. Because when Matthew Kleber comes in the game, he's at stretch five, 
And in the way they play that drop coverage uh, against pick and rolls, guys at Kleber are wide open. So then you have to figure out, you have to get Rudy out of the game. I was one of the ones a couple of games ago that I backed out of my chicken nuts. I almost took Rudy Gobert under uh, to not get a double-double on that NGM in game three, and he got like 10 and seven. So I think that was more of like a one-game thing for him. I just think he's completely ineffective. And if I'm, if I'm you know, Jason Kidd and Dallas Mavericks, I almost want Rudy to get the ball because he's kind of clumsy. He doesn't have a post game. All you got to do is really keep him off the offensive boards and deny him off the lobs. Coach, we got about two minutes. So if it's a fully healthy Suns team, if they get Devin Booker back, he's fully healthy. And the way that the Warriors look right now, and then the Memphis Grizzlies, if they even get past Minnesota, who do you like in the West right now with the way that the Warriors have been playing with this new lineup? I think the Warriors are playing really well, but I've been on Phoenix for over a year. I think yeah, it all same. comes down to this for Phoenix. If they go through DeAndre Ayton early, then they become so much more dangerous, Ryan, because they have all the shooters around them, the Cam Johnsons, the Bridges, the Bookers, the Jay Crowder, the Larry Shamans. So I think that's the key. If they go through DeAndre, like they did in the first two games, what's the game of the NBA Finals, they're going to win. But if it becomes hero ball, especially by Devin Booker, I think that's what becomes the problem when he goes cold. I love awesome it. Some stuff. Thanks so much, Coach. We really appreciate it. We got to have you on uh, here again soon. Yeah, yeah, during the playoffs, especially. We really appreciate it. It was really insightful stuff. It was great to be on with you guys, and I look forward to being on with you again soon. Thanks so much, James Young. Check him out on Sports Grid. He's a basketball analyst over there. Really, really good stuff, and we really appreciate uh, all of it. And I'm you can also on him. Dwight Powell, uh, the points and rebounds. I'm also on that. I, I was going to say that's 12 seems, and a half. Seems way too low, right? With Luca, the two man game between t- him and Dwight Powell, you become, it's like instant success. And that was a great point about the ball sticking, like with Luca yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter as well, Coach Young and Jay. He's right there on Twitter. And he uh, joined us on the Roman guest line. You can get a free online evaluation as well as ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash betql now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.